0: Welcome to the Dairy Dive, where today's episode is all about World Dairy Expo. Get ready, because we're diving deep. First of all, we hope we can try to educate you so you learn just a little bit, a little bit. My whole life's been dairy farming. Some days he <laughs> wonders why he ever milk cows.
1: It's kind of just in the blood around here. I don't know what it is, but we like livestock. Buckle up. Dairy Dive starts now.
0: My name is Scott Harris, and welcome to the Dairy Dive. What's the Dairy Dive? I thought I was listening to the MC Podcast. It's not the MC Podcast anymore. Yeah, it looks different in your feed now. And that voice that you just heard is my good friend and our marketing director, Andrew Crabtree. He Hello. is going to be joining us as a co-host on the podcast. Sometimes he may have to host by himself, but for the most part, it'll be he and I together. Welcome, Andrew. Welcome, Andrew.
1: Thank you. I'm, we've done this before. I, if anybody's been subscribed to the MC podcast long enough, they've heard us do this podcasting thing together before, and I think we're good at it.
0: And if they've heard it before and they're listening to it now, that means they came back, and that's always a good sign.
1: Keep on coming.
0: Keep on coming back. Uh, today is gonna. Uh, the podcast that we have for you is really good. It's uh, we're gonna interview uh, Katie Schmidt. She actually works for World Dairy Expo. It is without a doubt. Uh, one of my favorite weeks of the year. And you've done a lot of trade shows at a lot of different places. A lot <laughs> of trade shows. Uh, my first couple years of Master Choice, I think I could have been titled as the trade show coordinator.
1: Yes. Well, um, I know you were always gone at a different one, but I feel like of all the trade shows that we've been to together or separately or in our careers, um, which have been numerous, I feel like World Dairy Expo is always a little bit special. For lots of reasons and and maybe we should talk about it yeah
0: it is special it's uh you know for me it was uh, i had only been with the company i'd started in august of 2011 so i went to my first world dairy in um, uh, october of that year and i had no clue what to expect absolutely no clue i mean i just had no idea and you walk around that place and master choice was very well known just being very honest and and it was kind of like you were a rock star yeah like they'd see the master choice on your shirt, and they'd want to stop and talk to you. And um, it was it was
1: just I did I had no idea what I was what to expect. Do you do you have Dairy Expo friends? Like that you see pretty much. All oh, they, absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah. Particularly, generally for me, it's people in other trade show booths. Yeah, because this is literally the only time of year I ever see them, and it, and people from different ind- I mean, same industry, but different business types. Yeah, different right? not necessarily seed people, um, but yeah. I mean, I've got. A guy that uh, works for a company that we generally have coffee at least once uh, or twice a week that week, and then we never talk to each other. Yeah.
1: But when you're at Dairy Expo, you just fall right back into it. Because that's – I honestly feel like that's kind of part of the charm of Dairy Expo is it's like this massive gathering place for dairy where the rest of the industry stops for a week and everybody's at Dairy Expo. You kind of get to see each other. You rub elbows. I mean, for me, it's working with the the actual Dairy Expo communications team. so. You know, some of our listeners may know, but we've done uh, we've done the vlogs for the show, uh, the the video vlogs for I want to say the last four years, and so just working with the Dairy Expo Communications uh, and Marketing team, uh, I see those people one week a year, but I feel like they're they're close friends. I mean, I literally there's a couple of them that when uh, my wife had a baby a few weeks ago, I text them pictures of the baby. Like that's wow, how close yeah. we are.
0: Yeah, not you do that not because you're an eagle maniac, yeah. but just because that's <laughs> yeah, why that's, you're. We're you're friends. Close. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do that
1: with friends. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's pretty cool. And Katie and, Schmidt is one of those friends, so we're gonna hear from her in a little bit. But uh, before we do, I want to ask you. Okay, so there's lots and lots of aspects of Dairy Expo. We could literally do a four hour long podcast about all there is to do at Dairy Expo. Um, I want to know what because we like food. Yes, Amen. We yes. we I mean we've enjoyed many a meal together. What is your favorite? Dining experience at Dairy X. Grilled, cheese. A, grilled, che- 100% grilled 100% cheese. Grilled scent. cheese. You're 100%
0: grilled cheese. 100 The ice cream's awesome. It's great. But if you make me pick, I'm going to take grilled cheese all day, every day.
1: Now, when you go to that grilled cheese tent, are you getting a milkshake? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll get it. So generally for me, it's a milkshake in the morning. Yeah. It's like my smoothie. Start the day. Yeah. Yeah. So grilled cheese and a milkshake in the morning. Now, I'm probably not getting a milkshake
1: every time I go to the grilled cheese tent. There's dairy everywhere there. I'm surprised they don't have it like intravenously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm not so sure that's not an option. I <laughs> no, I haven't maybe haven't been that part of the Coliseum or like something. get your but... dairy drip and start your day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get no, the Uda? the grilled cheese is fantastic though. The uh there's a million different flavors if you've never been, it's worth checking out. They're they're super affordable. Yeah. But there's a whole, there's like a whole like food like circuit there. I feel like you can eat something different all the time if you wanted.
0: Yeah, I will say the other meals because you know we do still eat other meals there. Um, There's always a a pork trailer. Yeah, like pork producer, pork producers. Yeah, Wisconsin pork. There's a beef producing trailer. Um, They all work very well together. Mm -hmm. You can tell that there's plenty of business to go around, and um, there's fried cheese curds, mozzarella sticks. I mean, you name it. You if you leave there hungry, it's your own fault.
1: Now, before we kick it over to the interview with Katie, because we're just going to get into so much more of this with somebody that knows a lot more about the show than we do. Great. But um, you guys talk about in this interview, I don't want to spoil it too much, but like when you're a commercial exhibitor, you really don't get to see the scale of the cattle show that's happening there, the actual like dairy show.
0: No, yeah it's uh so it's on a screen in the in one of the buildings, but not in the other, in our original building that we used to be in. it was on the screen, and you're just sitting there watching, and you still don't really necessarily capture the how big it is until you go over to the Coliseum.
1: you see how many people are there just. Yeah, very intently paying attention to these shows.
0: Yeah, and I mean they got their, I mean you know they got their scorebooks out, yeah. like literally like you're at a baseball game and somebody you know the guy yeah, who keeps score, the guy yeah. who keeps his you know brings his scorebook to the baseball game and that's what they're doing. And you know you'll hear an argument, you know like oh come on, how are they rating that? What what's going on here? You know what's that guy looking at? Yeah. You know like they're yelling at the umpire, yeah, almost. So um, it's intense, man. And then especially when you get into that, we talk about it in the interview. When you get into that Grand Champion a uh, supreme grand champion yeah. i think is what it's called but
1: yeah we so one of the videos we talked about doing the vlogs one of the videos we did i think it's 2 years ago or maybe 3 years ago like they play, yeah. anyway we did yeah. an interview Some with time one of the, they literally pull these judges from around the world yeah. it's not just like yeah, the guy that's in madison you know, like yeah. the, we interviewed a guy from australia that came over and did dairy judging from australia wow yeah that's wild so it, it really is an international show i think with that i, I we could listen. You know, I like talking to you, and we like banter. But Katie knows a lot more about it than we do.
0: What's your favorite grilled cheese sandwich? Though? Ooh, that's a good question. Let's end with this:
1: Sriracha Jack. I think was one Sriracha last year. Sriracha Jack. It was yeah. dynamite.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very simple when it comes to my grilled cheese. I just want cheddar. Yeah, just bring, give me the cheddar.
1: Their Swiss is good too. I mean, you yep, can't go it's wrong. It's all
0: good. It's all good. But yeah, so we will we will now let you listen to probably what you actually came yeah, for. for. Yeah, the real part of it. Um, and let Katie tell us about World Area Expo. So I would like to officially bring into the podcast our guest, Katie Schmidt.
2: Thanks for having me, Scott.
0: I don't know what your actual title is, though.
2: So my title uh, is Communications Manager for World Dairy Expo.
0: Okay, and how long have you been in that role?
2: I have been in this title for two years, but I've been with Expo for uh, just over six years now.
0: Six years, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would have been to my first World Dairy Expo let's see i started at master choice in 2011 and so and that would have been in august so i would have went that october so 2011 would have been my first year at world dairy expo
2: working it and everything yeah 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 yeah
0: i had never been as a when i you know younger anything i was we didn't have dairy we weren't in dairy we -hmm. didn't go to trade shows and so as a kid so uh Yeah, World Dairy and working it was my first experience with it, for sure.
2: My my first one was 2006. I got to go out with my grandpa and my family, and I have a picture still next to the globe with my grandpa that I treasure and love to this day. But uh, I didn't know what I was walking into at, you know, all of 12 years old or whatever I was in 2006. But um, yeah, it's fun to work here now.
0: Yeah, I bet that's really interesting, especially having that connection to family. And and that's one of the big things about World Dairy Expo that has always um, impressed me or kind of jumped out at me is for a lot of people, a lot of families, it's a family event. It's a family vacation to some extent for a lot of individuals particularly, and not just from Wisconsin, by the way. And we'll talk about that and some of the other areas and geographies that it kind of pulls into the show, but... You kind of have alluded to it, so let's talk about the history of the show. How long has World Dairy been a thing? And tell us a little bit about the history of the show and why did it even start?
2: Yeah, well, I love the fact that we're already talking about the family component of Expo because that's – really at the heart of who we are uh, and how we got started. So it's a little bit of a colorful story. Uh, Back in the 1960s, there was a few major dairy cattle shows that were happening across the Upper Midwest. There was the International Dairy Show in Chicago and the National Cattle Congress in Waterloo, and everybody thought life was good. Uh, But in around like 1966 or so, um, Waterloo started to die, and the breeders that were there wanted to still have a show that was a national event that focused on dairy um, they were feeling maybe slighted um, because the national dairy cattle congress the show that's supposed to be about dairy cows uh, was becoming about horses and wildlife and not cows anymore so they're like we're gonna you know what we're gonna make our own thing and so they started looking for a place to host it. They looked in Minnesota, in Ohio, in Illinois, in Wisconsin, and they landed in Madison because of plans at what we now know as the Alliance Energy Center uh, to build this coliseum and to build the infrastructure that it would take to host a world-class show. So in 1967, they hosted their first event. It was called the World Food Exposition. Um, So it actually took us a little bit to get to this dairy identity, even though that's why they wanted to start it. Um, So... We we saw the show evolve a lot in the first five years, and it wasn't until about 71 that we became this event that focuses on dairy. It's got the cow show. It had the trade show. It welcomed an education that year. Uh, the youth contests were happening. We had started doing recognition awards, and really we, we, we evolved as the dairy industry evolved, and that's what we continue to do today. Um, so it's a great facility uh, it's a world-class show uh it's about sixty thousand people that come in a matter of five days uh which blows people's minds if they've never been to expo just the scope and scale of what we've become
0: yeah absolutely i would attest to that like i said i i'd never been to i don't think i'd ever been to a trade show period as far as in ag but they, so world dairy was probably my first trade show and I remember walking into the, into that place and I was like, oh, you know, this is, you know, it's big. It's nice, you know. And they were like, you know, this is just the one building, right? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, there's a whole coliseum over there and there's a whole other building over there. And I was like, oh. And so yeah. you, don't, you just don't get the scope of uh, how big ag is until you go to one of these trade shows.
2: Right, right. Well, and then you think about expo our trade show is dairy focused that's like you have to have an active role in the dairy industry in order to exhibit at expo and even right. with those parameters we're still one of the top 25 largest trade shows in the country across all all avenues so i mean we're competing with trade shows of of every genre out there and we're still one of the largest there is
0: so it kind of started with this idea of hey we're dairy and we're kind of getting ignored mm-hmm. um, let's Let's just get our own show. Does that still exist today, do you think? Mm -hmm. Is that still why it's so important that we have this today?
2: I think that's still why it's important that we have it. Uh, You look at different events and, and, you know, I I think World Dairy Expo is special. I work here. I I should think it's special and unique, but it, it really is. There are other agriculturally based events and dairy plays a part in them, but dairy is not their event, so what makes expo unique today is that our product is simply gathering people you know we don't have something to sell someone we just say hey the first week of october the global dairy industry is going to be here and we're going to put together this space for them to come together we'll have a trade show we'll have a cow show we'll have youth contests we'll do networking we'll we'll throw some live music in there for fun and we just say come and, and I think that's what makes Expo special because you know that that's that's what we do. We say here's the best companies, here's the best breeders, here's the best of everything that not only our local communities have to offer, but the world, and we just bring everybody together.
0: Yeah, that's and that's hundred. I hundred percent think that's true. From you know, I stand there at a, at at our booth, uh, trade show booth at Master Choice. You can swing by and say hello to us. <laughs> well, where, where are you guys plug. located
2: in the we are trade center? in the
0: trade is the newest building yeah the whatever, trade center the yes trade yep. center i'll yep. buy the so world forge
2: and also super bowl yeah
0: yep right <laughs> by that right by that and so we're on an end cap so come say hi and we'll give you a shirt tell, tell us you heard us on the podcast and we'll give you a shirt andrew we got to make that happen now okay can, so, can
2: i can i claim a free shirt too Does absolutely that, but okay. you
0: got to come by the booth you have to come by the booth deal so all right deal <laughs> But I, you know, standing there and I listened, you know, you hear so many conversations and there is, I I don't know how often I hear um, someone say, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since last year at trade show. You know, people have, you know, who live maybe states apart, but they know each other, they have connection. And that connection oftentimes ties back to world dairy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have, we had a, a, he doesn't distribute for us anymore. We had a distributor who met his wife at world dairy expo 30 plus years ago they literally go to world dairy every year for their anniversary and so um it's just it's so funny and it's just it's great it's just such a family uh, atmosphere and yet there's a lot of important stuff that goes on a lot of stuff that happens so so to speak to that for a second tell us so you got a listener i'm sure that there'll be somebody that's never been yeah. what are they missing out on what are they missing by not attending world dairy expo
2: uh, eating grilled cheese for three meals a day,
0: Amen, um, sister. Yeah. Amen.
2: <laughs> no, but uh, but seriously, uh, <laughs> there is this there is this electricity that happens at Expo. I think it's a place where people come and they they leave feeling revitalized. And whether you're coming with your family, like you've talked about, Scott, it, it is this family tradition of family vacation, uh, anniversary for so many people but it's also a business trip it's also a place where there are breeders marketing their genetics there's companies like master's choice that are selling their products there's just there's so many reasons that people come to expo and it is unique and special to everyone and and there's no way to do expo right or wrong, which I think is fun. It's it's simply what you make it. You can go to a virtual farm tour. Uh, we've got some awesome ones planned for this year. There's a, a herd in Sweden that we're touring, uh, which I'm excited oh, wow. to learn about. Uh, there's a farm in Utah that does vertical farming. Um, so there's like the these new pieces that are coming in and you yeah you really you can't do it wrong and and all i can say is if somebody comes to expo for the first time plan ahead download the app like know what you want to do because there you won't do it in one day it's gonna take two at least if not three Um, the campus is large there are 650 companies in the trade show there's 2300 cows to look at you know there's beer to drink in the tan bark there's cheese to eat there's ice cream to eat uh there's there's just so much so many things to do and so many things to learn that i i highly encourage people to take more than one day like come for a couple
0: yeah i think you know part i think that you're probably missing out on if you have never been a big the word that comes to mind for me is innovation Mm. There, it, it, Dairy Expo is always has individuals, there businesses there that are truly on the cutting edge of innovation when it comes to the dairy industry. There's things there that I, I, uh, you know, every once in a while you see a, an invention and you think, man, I could have invented that, right? Like, but in sure. the World Dairy, I see stuff and I'm like, who in the world thought of this? Like, what, I mean, what problem did they
2: you. have yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it like right. it just I mean it blows your mind some of the stuff that they're able to come up with and so um, you will see that you will experience mm-hmm. that you will see what the industry could look like in five years 10 years 15 years who knows and so um, you're really missing out on that and get to do all of that in one spot Right, you know, where else can you do that and actually have these conversations? And so, I think that farmers sometimes can get a negative view of a trade show and think, "Well, all it is is a bunch of seed people trying to sell me stuff." And and we are, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's our li- that's how we make our living. But it is so much more than that right. when it comes to these. When it comes to World Dairy, for sure.
2: Yeah, and and I mean, shoot, I should have led with innovation. That was perfect, Scott, because. It is this launch pad for new products and new services because people know the dairy industry is gonna be here. So they say, hey, this is a great time to unveil something new. So it is this chance to see what's coming and we have you know spaces for those types of things to take place. So it's in the booths, but it's also in the knowledge nook and there's a tech spotlight that focuses on like 10 new startups if people are interested in, in new tech and figuring out how to in- innovate and introduce that into their systems. And, and you're so right. There's just – there's something new. There's something for everyone. And it doesn't matter what style of farm you currently have, whether it's, you know, you're milking five cows and you have an off-the-farm job or you're milking 50,000 cows, you're still going to find something that fits your system, something that might answer a question that you have or find a solution to a problem that you have. And maybe more importantly, you're going to find other producers too – that are are going through those same struggles that you are, or um, or doing something that you want to try out. So it's just this great place to to meet and, and talk with other producers too.
0: Yeah, and then the other part too is not just your size, but ge- geographically, mm-hmm. wherever you are, there's something that you know, I think that it, it can get uh, people can get caught up in the idea. Well, I don't, I'm not a Midwest dairyman, so why would I go to World Dairy Expo? Uh, in wisconsin right but it's so it's it's not regional i mean it is uh, and in fact it's not national in fact it's called world dairy expo right so why is it called world dairy expo katie how how big is are we talking about when you say world dairy expo
2: yeah i think that our forefathers had it right when they had this vision of what world dairy expo would become and in this you know, status of being the place where the global industry comes together. Uh, So our attendees represent about 100 different countries. Uh, So they are global in and of themselves. They're bringing their own ideas. The people that these countries are sending as delegates um, to the event are, you know, secretaries of agriculture in their countries or leading manufacturers or top producers. So they're sending the best of the best in their countries to World Dairy Expo. And then in the trade show, there's a global presence there with, you know, I think we're up to 30 countries represented in the trade show, uh, uh, along with, you know, six or seven Canadian provinces in about every U.S. state there is. And it's in the dairy cattle show, too. We're actually seeing uh, exhibitors that are from countries outside of North America, uh, which has been a fun evolution of how the genetics world is changing. So that was a primarily U.S.-Canadian part of expo for quite some time Uh, but last year we had owners in australia italy the uk Uh, we'll get mexico in there occasionally so and then even our youth contest there's international youth contests too so it's it's really fun to see the world come here and be a part of this event and acknowledge that this is the place where everybody goes. Um, you know, there's other international dairy events that take place in Europe and and in Canada. Um, but I think we see more of them coming here than us going there, which is really fun as world dairy expo to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I can, I can tell you from experience. So, um, one of my previous roles with master's choice, I handled all of our international efforts. Mm-hmm. And so during the week of World Dairy I would spend I work actually up in the international lounge nice. and had a booth up there and so um, you know you, they they would generally have a red tag with whatever country uh, that they're from and man you saw I saw so many different countries and, and, you know, I think a lot of times they assumed because I was in the international booth that I could speak a few different languages and they were dreadfully wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, So it made for some interesting uh, communication sometimes, but uh, it was still a lot of fun to learn and to learn just how different it is. And um, you know what I did find out though, Katie, is that at the end of the day, it didn't matter where they were from. The key is everybody wanted to get better. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to figure out how to get better and be more efficient and make more milk and just do a better job with cow care and comfort and and so all this stuff they could learn how to do all these things better in one spot yeah and i think that was the key and what it really came down to
2: yeah and i uh if you run into people that you can't speak their language expo does have like 30 interpreters on site um, to help have those conversations. Now you tell me, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I should also, this is probably the time that I should mention, too, that uh, we have an international reception every year, and it's it's typically or historically been only the people with the red ribbons that are allowed in. And this year um, we've been hearing from those guests or those attendees that, you know, they're coming here to not only network with other people from other countries, but also U.S. producers. So the International Reception is going to be open to everyone this year um, with just like so if you have a desire to talk to somebody from somewhere else, if you want to learn from someone else, um, if you are willing to share what you know with someone else, um, the Thursday Night International Reception is a great place to do that. um, And I would strongly encourage you to come check that out. I think there's going to be some free cheese um, and probably some drinks.
0: There you go. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty fun, and it is so interesting because you'll find that, uh, in in particular with the international, um, you'll find generally one of two areas: either one, they're actually ahead of a, many of the U.S. dairies in innovation and changes, or they're three to five years behind and and wanting to get better. Mm-hmm. And so you're what you hit on with the idea of, hey, are you willing to share knowledge? Um, and, and to help globally, you know, and do it all in one spot over, you know, a four day period. Yeah. Where else can you do that? And right. so it's pretty fun.
2: And if you're looking for a vacation place, this is a great spot to meet people who could host you internationally.
0: Hey, there you go. <laughs> I like that. I, I think my focus is really starting to change for this next year. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to, I've been wanting to vacation in a few countries. I'm going to look for those ribbons and see what I can get done.
2: There we go. See, yeah. it's yeah. world of possibilities.
0: So there is some changes to the show this year, I believe. Yeah. What are some of the changes and what can we expect from this year's World Dairy Expo?
2: Well, uh, in 21, we introduced a lot of new components to the show. And primarily that was because, you know, we didn't have an event in 20. Um, and that was actually the last time I was on this podcast. So it's fun to be back again uh, yeah. with happier so this year we're going into 22 and with a new schedule um so that was a, a you know a product we'll say of not having a show in 20 it gave us a chance to evaluate what what we were offering what product we were creating what you know scenario we were offering the world and our trade show friends kept saying, hey, we want a shor- shorter show. Um, five days in a trade show booth is not a good use of our time and our resources. And our dairy cattle friends kept saying, no, 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 we need five days. Like, don't, we can't do it in less. And finally, this past year, uh, enough people sat down. They talked about the problems, um, and I should, maybe I should say challenges or hurdles, and said, okay, well, if the dairy cattle show needs five days, they can keep five days. The trade show will, will cut one day off. We'll say you can have a four-day show and and hopefully that'll start to help you know, work towards a closer to an industry standard for a trade show. And then uh, we've got all these incredible youth contests that happen at Expo and they've just kind of been tacked on the front of the event and they've just happened before Expo really starts. And we said, well, we're going to redo this event schedule. Let's let's just do it like let's claim the the youth events as the first day of expo we'll give them a proper place within the schedule the dairy cattle show can start the next day the trade show can start the next day and everybody's going to end together on friday so it's just kind of this evolution and i think it it points to expo's desire to continue to stay up on trends that are happening in the industry and it's not the first time we've changed a schedule it happened like 20 years ago this is not new when expo started it was 10 days long um so it's oh wow yeah it was wild when they started doing this so it's not it's not new it's something that we we continue to look at what we're creating and say how can we make it better and this time around it was a schedule change and That's why it's, again, it's so important, even if you've been to Expo before, to look when things are happening on the website, find when the events are happening. But again, trade show is Tuesday through Friday. Dairy cattle show is Monday through Friday. And our youth contest, so the judging contest, the fitting contest, showmanship contest, those are going to happen on Sunday. Um, But our FFA friends are still going to come on Tuesday morning. So, Scott, you'll be seeing lots of young people in the trade show booth still on Tuesday morning
0: absolutely we'll be ready for them pins loaded up ready to go good
2: good they love it
0: (laughs) they do they do it's actually some of the most fun conversations you can have sometimes is with the uh With the FFA kids, they generally have a little sheet that they bring around with them that they have to get answered, and so I make them earn it. I don't just, you know, I mean, they got to really earn it. they got to ask the questions, and we really dive in, because I'm not just signing papers for them, you know, so.
2: What kind of questions do they ask you? I've never actually seen one of these sheets of paper.
0: You'll get a question like, uh, what's the main purpose of your company? Um, Mm -hmm. Who do you, what kind of customers do you focus on? What sets you apart from your company? So it's actually really interesting and kind of fun, and so... Um, you know, I don't know how many of them are actually reading the answers, but I do make them, uh, I do make sure they write it out fully and, yeah. um, you know, actually make sure they put in a little work here.
2: So the, yeah, the, their FFA advisors are setting them up for success. I like that.
0: Absolutely. It's pretty fun to watch. So, so then, so trade show is Tuesday through Fridays and then the, the cattle show is Monday through Friday.
2: Correct. Yes. And okay. full event dates, October two through seven. So that first week of October.
0: Okay, perfect. And so, um, and, and if you've never been, at, I would suggest to go to all of World Dairy Expo. But if you haven't been to any of it, mm. you've got to go at least one year to the, I don't know what it's technically called, Katie, the Supreme Champion Presentation. I don't know if that's the right word.
2: You're close. Yeah, we call it the Parade of Champions, which okay. at the end of it, we name the Supreme Champions. Yes. And, and
0: I'm telling you, it. And as far as energy goes... It is as energetic as a – I mean, this is the Super Bowl to a lot of individuals, Mm -hmm. quite honestly. And I remember, again, going back to my first year, and, you know, we're packing up the trade show kind of at that same time, used to anyway. Um, and I'm seeing these these women walk by in ball gowns and and I'm seeing you know tuxedos and suits and I'm like what is happening right now so I had to sneak in there and watch for a while and it was the uh, exciting and the energy level was so high and um, yeah. it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting
2: yeah I'm, the dairy cattle exhibitors work so hard to be a part of that portion of the event, right? You have to win during the week in order to be a part of the Parade of Champions. And it is, it is unreal. I'm with you, Scott. I remember the first time I saw it and like there's glitter on the cows, there's live music, there's (laughs) scripts that actually the interns get to help me write throughout the week. There's all of these pieces. And at the end of the day, it's really just this incredible celebration of what the week has been. And Yeah, it's it's so much fun. It's under the spotlights. It's yeah, like you said, it's the Super Bowl. It's it's like the halftime show at Super Bowl, though. Like it's fun. It's a production. It's it's like nothing else out there.
0: And if someone just absolutely cannot make those dates, they can watch some online. Correct. (laughs)
2: Yes, we have been. <laughs> the world has shifted to this virtual space, right, over COVID. But we've been live streaming Expo since 2008. So uh, this is something that we were used to doing. Uh, there's three channels dedicated to the Dairy Cattle Show. And then there's one actually dedicated to the educational components of Expo. So uh, if you can't make it to Madison that week, you can still see it. You can start to realize and appreciate that when we say it's like the Super Bowl or it's like the Westminster Dog Show like the Kentucky Derby like it, that is what we mean um, it is yes Friday afternoon though is the Parade to Champions so you can come for the trade show in the morning watch the Parade of Champions that night that is when the Holstein cows are on the colored shavings in the morning um, but it is it's a really fun day of, of cattle competition too
0: so, do we get any kind of insider information? Do we know what color the shave the shavings are going to be this year? Is that is can that be shared, or is this is this like top secret stuff?
2: That is the most top secret secret, oh, Scott. Man, I Katie. don't I don't even know the answer to that question. That is I mean, how you sneak around a little, girl. Let's get the let's get the answers. It's, it's Our not people here. need to know. <laughs> I need to know. I want to know.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess are, we'll find out in October.
2: Yeah. there are three people I think in the world that know what color those shavings are, and I am not one of them. So we're gonna have to start like getting you guys a different guest when we want to talk World Dairy Expo. I guess we'll find <laughs> find the people with the answers. Uh, uh, it not that's mean. part of,
0: part of not knowing's the excitement, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And we've been doing the colored shaving since the 80s, I think. Um, So it's fun. One year we put glitter in them for the 50th anniversary. Uh, Yes, that is people's favorite thing to guess about the event is what color the shaving is going to be. You know, what's the show ring going to look like? it's a lot of fun. Uh, then, obviously, we get to unveil the next year's theme at the end of the week, which uh, has been a lot of a lot of uh, partnership with some of actually the Action Master's Choice team in creating that too. So it's kind of a, a really the tradition very of it unique all. And yeah, traditional yeah,
0: and, and so fun. What is the theme for this year?
2: This year we are doing uh, essential elements. I had to think. Um, <laughs> I'm still like converting, and we're thinking about the twenty three theme, and I didn't want to like blurt that one out. Uh, <laughs> So Essential Elements, it's a little bit more science based. It's kind of leaning into that innovation piece that we talked about earlier um, and that the dairy industry is more than just a cow. Um, it's, it's all the pieces that go into taking care of her um, along with her. Awesome.
0: All right. Last thing, anything at all, Katie, that we left out that you want to make sure and get this message out to the listeners about World Dairy Expo?
2: I've got two, uh, which is new for me. Katie, number... I
0: said one. No, I know.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got to break the rules because it's got to happen.
0: Fair enough. Fair no, enough.
2: Number one is we are switching to digital tickets this year. So if you are coming to World Dairy Expo, make sure you're going to worlddairyexpo.com and buying your tickets before you get to Madison that week. Um, you'll scan them from your phone. You can print them off at home. Basically, think about it as uh, an airplane ticket or an airline ticket. Um So that's number one. Number two, oh, and we're only charging admission Tuesday through Friday. So that's also important to note. Uh, Number two is, again, things are changing. So we have a really fantastic user-friendly mobile event app um, that I cannot encourage people enough to download. You can actually make your own schedule in it. You can make your own map in the trade show. Um, It's very customizable because, again, every expo experience is unique and special, and that app really will help facilitate that. So you can find that in the App Store and Google Play. Um, and obviously, we're excited to see everybody again October 2 through sec- 7 in Madison.
0: All right. Well, we will be there um, as usual. Um, and we I look hope forward so. to it. Yeah. I got to come get it. my
2: free T-shirt. So.
0: That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. We'll have it ready for you. And so, um, guys, go. in all seriousness, we've had a lot of fun talking about it and... Um, there is a lot of excitement as you can tell. Katie's very passionate about the show, but it is quite honestly one of the best events that there is in Dairy Period. And so you need to take the time to come. If it's been a few years, you need to take the time and come back. It's changed. It's different. It's always are always improving and always looking to improve. And so check out some of the online content. Check out all of that fun stuff, but mainly get to Madison. October 2nd through the 7th and come be a part of the show. So with that, I'm going to exit out of here. Check us out on other social media as well. Facebook, Instagram, and you can also go to YouTube. We have a lot of probably videos from World Dairy in the past and a bunch of other different videos that you can check out as well and check out the YouTube uh, channels for World Dairy as well. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed and have a great day.
1: Well, that's it for today's episode of the Dairy Dive. We hope you enjoyed the new format. And if you did, we would so appreciate it if you would leave us a review, a good one, we hope. Uh, But those reviews help us increase our visibility and uh, reach more people in the dairy community. So thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.